Welcome to the Greater Is God podcast, where we believe God is greater than what you have faced in your past, greater than what you are currently facing in your present, and greater than what you will face in the future, where we believe that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Stay tuned as we get prepared to dive into a brand new episode. Welcome back to season two, episode six of the Greater Is God podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Diller. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in today. We started a series uh, called The Promise Project. And so last time we were all together, we were discussing how important it is to understand and to apply the word of God to our daily lives. We cannot pray the promises of God over our lives if we do not know the promises of God and what it is that he has uh, promised us through his word. So uh, we discussed that. We discussed the importance of knowing the word, being able to rightly divide the word of truth. Um, And and being able to be women and men of faith who understand and apply the principles that God teaches so that we can become the people that God has called us to become. So as we continue on into the promise project, um, taking taking with us what we discussed last week about knowing the word of God, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that today. And um, I don't believe this will be a very long episode, but I do believe that this will be an impactful episode and it will be something that we'll continue to reference. So as I was doing research for um, today's episode, I was thinking to myself, and this is something that's been coming up for me over and over again, is that the promise requires your participation. Oftentimes I feel like Um, we look at God and, you know, we get excited about the Lord and, you know, we build up a relationship with him. Um, and, and, you know, some of us may not have built up a relationship with him, but thank God you're here. We're going to talk about that. We're going to work through that. And we're going to begin to build if you have not built. Um, but one thing I, I know that a lot of people do, and a lot of us are guilty of is going to God when we need something only when we need something, praying and asking God to do something for us, uh, going to him with just our laundry list of requests and things that we desire for him to do. And I believe that a lot of things on that list, if we, you know, break it down, some things we need, some things we don't need, but the things that God actually wants to do for us that align with his vision for our lives, that list of things, those things require our participation. Like it's, it's not just enough to go and ask God and then go and sit down and wait for it to happen. The Bible says in James chapter two, verse 17, faith by itself, if it does not have works is dead. But I want to back it up a little bit because I know that's a familiar scripture and people throw that one away. I'm like, faith without works is dead. And it's so true because you can have so much faith that, oh, the Lord is going to, you know, bless me financially with a million dollars. But your participation is required. And we can't expect God to bless us financially if we are mishandling the finances that he's already given us. So God has already blessed you with a certain amount of money each month. Are you budgeting that money? 
Are you allocating it to the right places? Are you paying back your debts? Are you uh, participating in, in trying to switch over from being uh, the borrower to being the lender? Or are you spending frivolously but continuously asking God for more? It's just like the man who buried his talent. He said, you could uh, at least put it in the bank so that it could start to accrue interest. But there are things that God has given us, talents and gifts, and we're asking him for more. But God is saying, why don't you use what it is that I've already given you, the gifts I've already given you, the talents I've already given you, the finances I've already given you. You know, you're asking me for a new car, but have you taken care of the one I've already given you? That is so important for us to kind of get into our spirits that God desires to give us good things. All good and great things come from him. But he wants to know that when he blesses us with these things, that we are going to take care of him and that we're not going to fumble our blessings. Listen, y'all, the truth of the matter is this. When we desire more, God requires more of us. When we desire, Lord, I, I, I desire to have this. I desire to have that. God, I desire to be of this stature. God, I desire uh, to be in this pulpit or on this stadium or on this platform, whatever it may be. God says, I'm requiring more of you, more from you. There is more for you to do. You know, there are so many um there's so many scriptures, you know, in the Bible that showcase uh, this point that I'm making is that um, your participation is required. Faith without works is dead. You're going to have to work towards it just as hard as you pray for it. You're going to have to work towards it. And I'm one of, I thought about this um, when I was coming together with this episode. Um, and it's just the if and then statements. If and then. So uh, one of this is John fifteen ten. If ye keep my commandments, then ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. If is such a powerful statement that I feel like um, it's not considered as much as it should be. But there are a lot of if and then statements. There are a lot of statements that the Bible makes that say, hey, your participation is required. Um, another great example is this is John fourteen fifteen that says, If ye love me, then keep my commandments. If ye love me, then keep my commandments. God says, don't just say that you love me. Show me that you love me by keeping my commandments. And how we show God that we don't is that we don't keep his commandments, that we're not obedient, that we do what we desire to do even if it's against what God desires for us to do. And we've all been there. There have been moments in my life um, that I can directly think back to right now. And it's like, I know God didn't call me to do that. But I was acting out of my flesh and doing what Ashley desired to do in the moment. And there were consequences to those actions. Disobedience has a cost. And you don't know exactly how much it's going to cost until it's time to pay. And it's like... It's a risk that I do not desire to take anymore because it's like the cost is the cost. We never know what the consequence is going to be, and we don't know when the consequence is going to take place. And I know you may get on here and be like, girl, I was looking for an encouraging word. Well, child, it, this ain't the week. 
Okay, we, I, I hope that some of the nuggets in here are encouraging. Um, but this is this is the direction that we're going in this week is that your participation is required, your obedience is required, and the more that you desire from God, the more that he will require from you. There are the, the Bible is filled with if and then statements. God wants you to know that, hey, I the Lord has come and done his part. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins so that we could be reconciled back with God after we were the ones who sinned um, and separated ourselves from God. God doesn't separate himself from us. We separate ourselves from God. And God is always there. He's faithful. The Bible says he's faithful even when we're not faithful. That scripture is in 2 Timothy 2.13. It says specifically, if we are faithless, he remains faithful for he cannot disown himself. That's the type of God that we serve. We serve a God that is faithful to us even when we are acting faithless towards him. Even though he's come through time and time again, there are still moments in our life where we question, where we doubt, where we're teetering on the fence, where we're wondering if we should do this thing, um, if if I should go through with this. Lord, I, I know that you called me to preach, but I don't feel like I'm qualified. Lord, should I still be doing this? Lord, I know there's so much that you have called me to do, and I can feel that tugging on my spirit, but there are times when I feel like I'm not enough. God, I need your help. Lord, help my unbelief because I know I believe in you. I know I trust in you, but there are moments in my day where I feel discouraged, where I feel like maybe I'm not enough, where I feel like I'm I'm questioning what exactly is it that I'm doing. And that's when I need the Lord to come in and to remind me that, hey, I'm faithful. Hey, I've, I've held up my end of the deal each and every time. Hey, I protected you. I provided for you. I've been there for you. I protected and provided for your children. I've blessed you. I'm going to come through for, I'm going to come through. I just need you to trust me enough to give me your yes and amen. I just need you to trust me enough to be obedient even when it's uncomfortable. So be obedient even when you feel like, Lord, are you sure this is what what you desire for me to do? To say yes. God, you have my yes and my amen. And that sometimes can be the hardest thing to do is to give that initial yes, to take that first step um, up up the staircase when you can only see the first step. Sometimes we don't know exactly where it is that God is guiding us. We have our list of desires and the things that we want him to bless us with. All the while, there are things that he's requiring us to do to get to those blessings. Are you willing to wake up at at 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning and dedicate an hour of prayer to the Lord? Are you willing to push push back the plate and fast? Are you, are you willing to, to go to your neighbor's house and knock on the door when the Lord told you to knock on your door, even if you've never even talked to that neighbor before, and, and say, hey, you know, I just wanted to come over here and, and, and share a word with you. Are you willing to do those things? They're uncomfortable things. But sometimes God requires us to do the uncomfortable things so that we can evolve into who it is that he created us to be so that we can go out and touch the people that he has um, placed in our lives for us to touch. 
there are so many things that I feel like we believe we're waiting on God for. But the truth of the matter is there are more things that God is waiting on you for, waiting on you to do, waiting on you to be able to stop your car when he says stop it and, and, and turn around and speak to that person who's standing out there with their children or to give, you know, to a family who's in need who you've never met before, but the Lord just told you to stop at that house right there, knock on their door and give them the $50 in your wallet. And you have no idea why. God, I'm going to look awkward. God, this is going to be weird. Uh, Lord, I don't want to look dumb. Listen, I'd rather be looking dumb and in in alignment with God and what it is that he's telling me to do than to pay the consequences for my disobedience. That's just me. That's just me. Listen, this episode is going to be short on today. I don't want to keep you very long. Um, So I just want you to take into consideration some of the things that we talked about. What are some things that God could be requiring of you and asking you to do? Those uncomfortable things, those things that you're like, "Mm, I I didn't really want to, you know, that seems like a little bit more than I can bear. Hey, if God told you to do it, he will also provide a way for you to get the job done. You just have to trust in him and believe in what it is that he's asking you to do and say, Lord, you have my yes. Lord, you have my yes. I don't know how this is going to work, but Lord, you have my yes. I don't know where I'm going to get the money from, but Lord, you have my yes. I haven't talked to this person in years, but Lord, you have my yes. I still feel hurt by this person, but Lord, you told me that I need to forgive them. Lord, you have my yes. That's what God desires from us is our yes. He desires for us to fulfill our obligations, to put in the work so that we can receive the blessings that I truly believe that he has stored up for us. So that'll be all for today's episode. Um, If you enjoyed it, I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, um, do me a favor, share it with a family member or friend. I have been posting every single day on Instagram, on the Greater Is God Instagram page. Uh, you go to go to Instagram at greater.is.god, and you will see me posting every single day. Scriptures, words of encouragement, whatever it is that the Lord throws on my heart. Um, sometimes I post multiple times a day, so if you want to connect with me there, Uh, You can click the link down in uh, the description and God bless you all. I pray that you have an amazing day and that you do what it is that God is calling you to do today.